what I see a lot of churches do is I just going to find somebody with a camera and give them our social media accounts uh, and hopefully they'll take great pictures that go viral. And it it's what I found to be the best social media managers are not real creative. Uh, they're very systematic and, and they create systems and they empower other people. Uh, and you can build an army that's going to help you both create content and manage content, maybe schedule content. But there's a lot of roles, but I think you've got to define those. Uh, and then you've got to reach those people and you got to train them and empower them and communicate clearly with them. And I think, Aaron, to your point, you basically work yourself out of a job. And the faster you do that, the more you do that, the more you can really begin to then improve and scale and increase impact and influence through your social media efforts. Welcome to the Social Media Church Podcast. I am Neil Smith, your host of this podcast, joined by my co-host, Aaron Magnuson. Aaron, welcome to the podcast. What's up, everybody? How we doing? We are talking about volunteers on social media uh, in churches. And those of you listening might be. Many of you uh, likely are volunteers in your church. And uh, most churches in America are, are under 200 people and uh, likely have one staff person and everyone else is volunteers. So most social media and churches is actually run by volunteers. Um, and, and then there are other churches, larger churches. And I, I was a social media pastor uh, many years ago where my job exclusively was social media uh, for, for a, a good portion of my time. Now that encompassed a lot of different things and the online campus was a part of that. Uh, but, but there are a lot of churches now that have a full-time social media manager because this is so significant in the life of the church to both grow your church numerically and spiritually. And so today we're talking about empowering volunteers on social media. And Aaron, one of the things I want to start with in this is, is there's a lot of things that you do on social media from, from creating content to responding to scheduling to uh, data and analytics. And uh, what, what are your thoughts? What, what are some of the different volunteer roles uh, that, that a church can or and should empower volunteers to do on social media? Yeah, I think the biggest thing to realize is that, yes, whether you're a small church or a large church, we are using volunteers yes. or team members or whoever, non-paid staff, whatever you refer to those people as in your church, yep. to help with this stuff. Yes. Um, we, uh, at my church in Oregon, one, one of the things I'm grateful for is uh, having worked in a, in a small church. We're a church of 300 that met in a middle school, set up tear night every week, terrible Wi-Fi, uh, terrible. Uh, it was like a, the, the city's dead zone in this middle school as well. Um, and, uh, and, and then working here at One and All now, uh, you know, we have a, about a weekend attendance of like 5,000, uh, both used volunteers on their social media. Now I'm a little bit more far removed from social media uh, on the weekend and in a practical sense here versus my role in the, in my church in Oregon. Um, but you can use volunteers in a lot of ways. Uh, and I'll, I'll give a couple examples of how we use them in Oregon and then a couple yep. examples of how we use them here. Yep. Um, when I was managing the social media uh, accounts, for our church in, in Oregon, uh, it was really helpful for me to have a team of people who were dedicated to just commenting on the posts that went up to start that engagement uh, so that it's not uh, just 
uh, voiceless posts, because obviously we weren't getting the attention or the traction um, just based on size uh, that you would maybe in a larger church. And so even just the simple act of having people where you, something goes up, you send a text out and those people are on there engaging with that post to get it started, uh, to get it started in the algorithm, to get it started uh, amongst the, the life of your church. And then Facebook groups started to become a really big thing. And so I had people within the Facebook group uh, who were doing the same thing. So not just uh, people on the, on the main page, but people within the Facebook group um, who were there to, to help spark conversations, to post their thoughts and ideas. Um, and I would say in my role now, I, I do the same thing. There's a couple of Facebook groups that I am in charge of. I don't oversee the church's Facebook page uh, or the Instagram account, um, but I have people in there who are intentional about sharing content, yes. engaging with content. And so those are uh, really low bar, but really impactful ways where even if you're a little bit hesitant of, man, is this something that I feel comfortable delegating? Are they going to meet our quality, our our standards, those sorts of things? Those are great areas, breeding grounds maybe uh, is what you'd call it for uh, finding these people. Um, And it's impactful when they're starting the conversation on social media. Now in the larger church, uh, how we use uh, our volunteers is we actually have a whole team of people who are photographers and stuff in real life. Yeah. um, and they take pictures on the weekend with a, like uh, nicer oh, cameras like than the one on my cell phone. As real life, it, because yeah. it's like church life in real life. Totally. Uh, so uh, in real life. In their in their professional uh, in their, yeah. their professions, yeah, that, which is real life, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, that is funny. Uh, we we're not in real life in the, in no. the church world uh, yeah. right now. Uh, we I guess we are doing this virtually, so there's a certain level of uh, of uh, <laughs> real life that's waiting for me to get a real job. But. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that uh, I'll I'll let them know too when I get one. Um, yeah. but we have uh people that come on the weekends, and particularly uh, for the larger church listeners, you probably have multiple campuses or or at least different locations where you're wanting content captured from. And so even if you do have a paid staff to mm-hmm. run the social media accounts like we do, it's just one person, and because of how her hours work, she's not always, if ever, available to work. Yeah on the weekends. And so she's done a great job of empowering volunteers to run stories. And that's a new thing that was, that was more new, new on the front end uh, when I was in Oregon uh, and now is, is mainstream and and one of the very best ways you can connect with people, particularly on a weekend. Um, But there's one or two on each campus and they're all, they all have the login to our church's Instagram account uh, and they're posting their content throughout the weekend. Hmm. So that we always have a story, not just represented from one campus, but uh, of all of our campuses. I love that. Um, and so those are a couple different roles, uh, large church scale, small church, but yeah. there are ways to delegate. And I would even be comfortable uh, putting it up to see what kind of content they could create that could go on your main page. I mean, don't yes. always be thinking about how you can build a team. Uh, and our mantra here at One and All is if you replace yourself, You've done your job uh, and then you go find more work. Uh, And so I would just say there's talented people in your church from the smallest churches to the largest churches. Uh, You need to be looking and uh, open to helping and empowering them to be able to do that at your church on a larger scale. I I think you've always got to be looking at at how do you empower uh, the the people in your church? I I think there's a lot of layers and from my conversation 
uh, recently with Prestonwood Baptist Church. I, I remember talking to them and, and, help, and helping them to understand that we, we focus on our organizational platforms, but the reality of the greatest influence on social media is people connecting with people. That, that's where social interaction really happens. And even your corporate platforms are in many ways a, a place for you to help connect people with other people. And, and you start that conversation and then the community develops from that. Uh, but, but I think the more you can create content or resource people as social influencers, whether they have 100 followers or 500, 5,000 followers, uh, resource your church to share your church uh, with their friends and family. Uh, and, and I think that's just empowering them and resourcing them in that way is in many ways empowering them as a volunteer. Now, I think to your point, I think there's a lot of other practical steps. And I think it's important for your church to document, here's our job descriptions for volunteer. Now you can customize a job description for an individual, but sometimes if people don't know that a job exists, that a role and that they can volunteer in a way exists, they're not going to do it. And then many times you need to ask people to do it. Look, I'm really looking for a content creator or a copywriter or a photographer or a videographer or a video editor or a graphic designer. All of these specific roles are needed in the world of social media. Uh, the other, and, and what we found to be the most effective was well, at Community Bible Church and with a lot of the ministries we work with now is responding to comments and messages. And so as that continues to grow and develop, what a great opportunity. And we'd often say, this is the only volunteer role in the church that you can do it in your PJs. And so they could do it late at night. They could do it early in the morning. Um, and they would get on and we would give them access to a management platform. So we didn't even have to give them access to the social networks. We gave them access to a management tool like Social uh, Social Report or um, Hootsuite or uh, I can't remember what, what we've used several different ones. And, you know, we now with our agency have, you know, this Amplify Manager that we use uh, and we give clients access to it. And then they can give volunteers access to only be able to comment and message and then almost creates like an inbox so they can kind of respond to those that haven't been responded to yet. Um, so responding is a big opportunity to engage volunteers in ministry uh, with, with the platform. So those that aren't creative. So I think you can have those that are creative being a part of creating content and helping create content. And I think you can really, I would just take your sermon every week, upload it to Google drive or Dropbox and put it in a, in a, in a, you know, I don't know, Facebook group or something and just say, Hey guys, I'd love for to see any content you can create out of this. And, and basically just uh, crowdsource your creative content for social media and then pick and choose. And then also allow them and give the content maybe you don't use for your corporate platforms to individuals to use on their personal platforms and maximize all of this content that's created. I think you will be surprised of how, how many opportunities you're able to create if you're creative and you don't try to hoard it all for yourself. What I see a lot of churches do is I just going to find somebody with a camera and give them our social media accounts uh, and hopefully they'll take get great pictures that go viral. And it, it's what I found to be the best social media managers are not real creative. Uh, they're very systematic and, and they create systems and they empower other people. Uh, and you can build an army that's going to help you both create content and manage content, maybe schedule content, but there's a lot of roles, but I think you've got to define those. Uh, and then you've got to reach those people and you got to train them and empower them and communicate clearly with them. And I think Aaron, to your point, you basically work yourself out of a job. And the faster you do that, and the more you do that, the more you can really begin to then improve and scale and increase impact and influence through your social media efforts.
That's right. Any other thoughts and, in, in this area of, of volunteers and empowering volunteers? Yeah. In, in when you're creating a team and you've actually worked yourself out of a job, then what you're able to do is pour into at, you should always be pouring into your volunteers, but pour into them at a larger scale uh, where I know our social media manager here at one and all, she actually put on like a little workshop day where she invited all of her, I think she has a team of like 30 or 40 uh, people that all do different things at different capacities. And she was just able to pour into them uh, and kind of teach them some skills. And so, yeah, it's not just giving them a camera or finding someone with a camera and just cutting them loose. Uh, particularly when you're working with volunteers, you need to create a team and you certainly need to have a, a respect of their boundaries. Um, but I was the, the first full-time hire at, at my church in Oregon. And so we, we were exclusively working with volunteers, yep. uh, which was, which was a beautiful thing, skill for me to learn. Um, it, and, and one of the most important things you want to respect them and their abilities and their time, but you also don't want to say their no for them. Uh, and so be okay making the ask. And it makes me think uh, both in my role in Oregon and my role here in California, uh, I had to build my team from nothing. Yeah. Uh, and the best way to do that, particularly on social media, is see who's already doing what you want to see happen yeah. uh, on your social pages and just DM them, make yes. the ask, uh, empower them because the chances are they're commenting because they're a huge supporter of your church. Uh, they're engaging with your content. And so for you to empower them and say something like Mills said, this is the only job you can do in your PJs uh, and actually say, this is not only is it a, a valid role of serving in our organization, uh, yep. it's a really impactful role. Yes. Um, and so that's, that's what I've been able to, to pitch uh, since I've been doing this. Uh, and it's generally 99% of the time responded to, positively where it's like, wow, I had no idea that this could be uh, an impactful role. And so that's where you kind of find them, but then you need to pour yes. into them. You need to yeah. grow them yes. uh, and not just cut them loose. Um, yeah. And there's tools out there to help you. Like Nils was talking about, uh, don't, don't, don't shy away from, uh, and social report is a great uh, tool uh, yeah. that, yeah, your team uses Nils. Yep. Uh, and that we'll start using here at SMC, but uh, it's just really important that you are setting them up for success be, because they're volunteers, uh, because they don't, they're not getting paid to do this. You need to yeah. really make sure that this experience of joining the team uh, and interacting on social, not only is it clear so that they're not floundering and wasting even more time, uh, but that there's, there's a clear direction, there's a clear description. Uh, they know what they're signing up for and then they're able to accomplish those goals and work towards those goals. And then you're pouring into them, uh, yeah. which creates even more buy-in and it's a really positive cycle when yes. it's done right. And, yes. and I also just want to say this, the negative stigma around volunteering that, uh, that, that not all organizations have, but some do where, uh, volunteers hope to get hired because then they're more important. Yeah. Uh, try to fight against that as much as you can, because particularly in a church, uh, because how we talk about it here at one and all, and I'll just keep using examples because, because I'm in this world as, as many of you listeners are, uh, it's Jesus and then it's everybody else. <laughs> and it's it, it, Christianity and following Jesus is that simple. Uh, and when we can start seeing people as having skills uh, that they maybe don't get to scratch in their daily lives, or maybe they already are perfecting in their daily lives, there's a place for that in the church, no yes. matter what that is, uh, outside of the social media conversation and not. And so particularly with social media, we want to uh, be thinking about how can we empower the people, God's people, uh, 
to utilize their spiritual gifts and talents uh, in a way that they otherwise aren't being asked. And it's our responsibility as leaders in the church to do that. Yes. I, you know, and now I would say as we lead these, uh, these volunteers, I, I think we need to treat them like any other volunteer in the church of, um, we probably need to do background checks like we do with other volunteers. Yeah, we that's probably good. need to be communicating via email consistently. We need to, you know, probably have a Facebook group to interact, but do zoom yes. calls or face-to-face -face meetings when, when we're able to have a Christmas party with, with your volunteers. Mm -hmm. I've heard of others that have remote, you know, uh, volunteers and they do a, a zoom Christmas party. Um, but, but really engage and be relational. Don't just hand them the password uh, to your social media accounts and say, good luck. Uh, but really engage with them. And then part of the other side of leadership is sometimes accountability of if they're not doing their job, um, then, then being able to follow up like, Hey, what happened? What, what do we need to do? Or, or do I need to replace you as a volunteer? Because, in a Sunday school class yes. for kids, if somebody doesn't show up and there's yes. no fourth grade teacher, that's a problem. And, mm. and I think you've got to lead them and, and hold them accountable or, you know, like, look, I've got to find somebody else to, to fill in because you're not able to hold to this commitment. So, the, and, and then the other side, Aaron, that, that I think is, is really sticky, but I think is really important in today. And, and I think this goes for every area of volunteering in the church, but it's, um, it's rep it's every single person that is a part of your church is a representative representative of your church. And if they're posting pictures on, yes. on social media, if they're posting, you know, cursing on social media, whatever it might be, that isn't a good representation of Jesus, you know, and of your church. I think it's important for you as a leader to, to have that conversation with them of look, it, if you're going to be in leadership here, we need you to better represent Christ online and, right. uh, and on your personal platform. And then there's some things like they talk about politics or things like that, that it's like, look, they're not necessarily not representing Christ, but it creates divisiveness that, Hey, I just want to encourage you to think about this. I'm not telling you what you can and can't post, um, in this way, but, but it, it does turn off, uh, some of the people we're wanting yes. to reach. And to your point, Nils, the, that's why it's important to have guidelines, to have a document, to have a job description so that yes. there's something to point to when they're not living up to uh, what yes. you both agreed upon. So there's, yes. a there's, a, there's a conversation right on the front end. And what's great about this conversation is this is actually uh, when I first started listening, when I was first in my job, two weeks into it, yeah. uh, this was six years ago. Now, this is what I reach out to both you and Jay for help yeah. with is how do you create these documents when you're creating these volunteer positions? Yeah. Uh, and so if you need those things, DM us. Uh, I can't yeah. stress that enough as you're listening to this podcast. But yeah. having clear guidelines helps for that. And having a job description and then, yeah, whatever that looks like, a background check. I remember I looked at, um, there was a couple large organizations that Coke is the one that comes to mind. Yeah. I looked to see that on Google, they had their, uh, what they have, their social media ambassadors is what they called them, yeah. uh, sign off on. Uh, and there was policies on there because, and I like how you refer to it, Nils, you're referring to volunteers as leaders. When you are a leader in this church and leaders are not just paid, they're all over the place. Yeah. Uh, when you're a leader in this church, there's certain ways that you need to behave, yeah. uh, not because you don't have the right to, but leaders, uh, there's a good quote that I'm not going to remember fast enough off the top <laughs> of my head, but there's, there's certain things that leaders have to give up yeah. uh, if they want to continue to have influence, uh, not because they're forced to, but because it's just good leadership. And yeah. so um, when you're pitching it in that way, uh, there's a really cool thing that can happen uh, is not only are you growing them to be a uh, more effective at helping your church 
online, but there's also a discipleship. There's a spiritual process that can happen as your relationship with this person grows. Because again, we're talking about individuals, we're talking about people. This isn't just practical, like who's going to help me scale so that I can get famous or that I can get more likes, views, whatever. Um, these are relationships above all uh, where you guys are ultimately getting closer to Jesus uh, through a discipleship process. And so, yeah, I really appreciated that you pointed that out, Nils, where you're investing in a leader. Uh, they need to act in a certain way. And when they're not, take the don't cut them. Take the opportunity to walk through that with them uh, so that they become an even better leader, an even better ambassador, not just for your organization, but for Christ. Yes, man. So good. Uh, I hope you took away a lot from this. I hope if you're not already empowering volunteers that today, maybe make a list of three people that, that you can empower today. Just give them a call or send them an email of, we need some help with social media. And I think you can help. Would you be willing to uh, progress and always get better in your systems of empowering others uh, to be a part of your social media efforts of your church? This is such a unique moment. This is such a unique day in history in the life of churches around the world. Uh, the way we have the opportunity to engage um, seven days a week with our congregation, with our community, with the world on social media. It's powerful. We need to lean in and we need to not hoard this ministry opportunity for ourselves and empower volunteers. Thanks for listening. Go to socialmedia.church for show notes of this episode of the podcast, for other episodes, for lots of great resources and learn more about Social Media Church. We're so grateful that you chose to listen. We hope you'll share this podcast with a friend. Uh, we hope you'll continue to listen and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever it is you're listening. Thanks so much for listening.